Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Mornings are hard. Your sports radio show doesn't have to be. I'm so happy you guys are still alive. I am excited. I am so happy. Laugh and learn every morning aboard the mothership. Gonna be a good day with DA. Hey, Da. I do love the Da. Happy being alive day. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy being alive day, everybody. Good morning. It's a Tuesday, August the 15th, 2023. And it's a trash Tuesday. What is it or who is it that's bugging you? Tweet at me, DA on CBS, or on the phone at 855-212-4227. This is an interesting story. Coming up this hour in 20 minutes, we'll take out our trashes. And then in 40 minutes, Zeke signs with the Patriots. But Jeffrey Loria, art collector, ended up, buying the Miami Marlins, getting that new ballpark because he held the city hostage and finally got all that taxpayer public dough that he wanted. Nobody was more criminal in running an enterprise than Jeffrey Lurie and David Sampson of the Florida Marlins than the Miami Marlins. But they did get that ballpark done, and you remember they had that big monstrosity that spinning crazy pink and teal and everything wheel with the marlins and the fish and the octopus dancing. It was like Little Mermaid out in center field after home runs. And Derek Jeter came in and he took it down. Luria is an art collector, so this was up his alley having these types of things. And Jeffrey Luria told the Miami Herald, that Derek Jeter, quote, destroyed the ballpark. Loria said, destroying public art was a horrible thing to do. Loria's friend, Red Grooms, an artist, designed the home run sculpture as part of a $2.5 million contract with Miami-Dade County. It's about the money. M-O-N-E-Y. 
D.A. Once Jeter removed it from the ballpark now known as Lone Depot Park in 2018, it resides in an outside plaza near the stadium. Loria said, quote, I asked the artist about getting it back, and I told him I would help him find a new home for it, but he did not want to get involved. Now it will rot outside where it is, condemned to neglect and outdoor decay. Jeter also made some other aesthetic alterations to the ballpark. Loria said, quote, I was fastidious about all the color we put into the building, and it was changed. It did not have to be changed. They covered up all the colorful tiles, which we brought in from Europe. To me, it reflected the culture of Miami. Now it's all blue. It's ridiculous. The amenities, like the fish tanks behind home plate, they were there for the kids. They got rid of them as well. It's silly. More than a year ago, about 18 months ago, Jeter stepped down from his role as Marlins CEO and sold his shares of the franchise. Now, Derek Jeter was the front man, but he wasn't really the owner of the Marlins. The owners of the Marlins were deep-pocketed billionaires that bought it from Jeffrey Loria, bought the ballpark from Jeffrey Loria, and Jeter was just the famous guy at the front that was supposed to kind of run the operations. So I don't know if this was a Jeter thing. Hey, let's make sure this ballpark doesn't look as silly as it does. Let's try to make it a little bit more professional, whatever, down the middle, whatever it was. Maybe it was Jeter, who comes from a Yankee thing where it's all baseball, no silliness, yada, 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 wanted to, to make it a little bit less ridiculous, absurdist, because, I mean, that, that thing in center field was a monstrosity, let's face it. But also Derek Jeter does seem kind of humorless. And Jeter's run of running the baseball operations was kind of of a disaster anyway. And everybody in Miami kind of looks at his tenure as a joke. That he was not nearly as good or as savvy of a baseball mind as he kind of let people to believe. And Derek Jeter now is coming back to Yankees old-timers day next season, I guess. So I think Jeter might have wanted to put on a certain face after he retired. And then kind of realized he wasn't as good at some of the stuff, couldn't be as serious about some of the stuff as he was during his playing days. Maybe now is is recognizing that that Jeter brand of, I'm going to put forth the Derek Jeter thing, the all business, I'm a winner, I'm a Yankee, all that type of stuff. Maybe he's realizing the error of those ways. But it is interesting about that, that home run thing, that that piece of art. Because, I mean, it's hard to judge art. Hard to judge art, art, Bobart. What's ugly is somebody else's genius. But it was really ugly. I mean, it was this giant, ridiculous pinwheel thing with sea creatures on it that would spin when the Marlins hit a home run. And I think, now I've never been to the ballpark, and I did work in Miami for a couple of years, but they were playing at the old Dolphins football stadium, so it was just a disaster when I was there. I haven't been to the new ballpark. I have wanted to go for a long time, but, I mean, what's the excuse? You're going to go watch Marlins baseball? Maybe if I was down there for the WBC, it would be a little different. I mean, who wants to see the Marlins? But the Marlins 
do have some history. They, they have two World Series titles since 1997. They've got rings. They've got great players that have played there. They have great October moments. And yet it is Miami where things are kind of superficial and colorful and ridiculous. And is this really the real world? And sometimes you go to South Beach or Miami or South Florida and go, I don't know what planet I'm on right here. So the Marlins do fit into that. I think if I were to design that ballpark, I think there are elements that I would have fun with, like fish tanks and like crazy, bizarre art, because it does speak to a little bit of the Latin influence or the European influence that you get in South Florida, the colorfulness of of South Florida and and mixed cultures and all this stuff kind of coming in there. The issue is it always felt like that ballpark was just that thing that monstrosity in center field, and what else was there? It wasn't like there was a lot of signature stuff to the ballpark. It felt like, okay, there's the there's the art of sea creatures dancing after home runs, and then everything else kind of looked very tame, at least on TV. I don't know what it is in the, in the ballpark itself. And the fact that they took that out, I think, was trying to get to the essence of we're not just a joke. The ballpark should be more than just this crazy contraption in center field. And yet, once you take that away, it does seem like what is the what what's the the signature now? You watch games on TV or you you know about ballparks. You you know there is a certain beauty with some of them. I mean, certainly, you know, you have the iconic bleachers and Ivy of Wrigley and you know, when you look at Pittsburgh's PNC Park, you see the bridges of downtown Pittsburgh, the Clemente Bridge, and it's just, like, astoundingly beautiful. You know, in San Francisco, you have the bay in, in right field, and so there are these iconic things when you go to certain ballparks, and then you, you look in Miami, and you're like, well, what is it? The only thing that actually ever did resonate was that <laughs> sculpture in center field. So I think it's a little over the top, to fly in tiles from Europe to build the Marlins ballpark feels like maybe a better way to have spent the money would have been on the product on the field. But, I mean, they don't know whether they're coming or going as a franchise. They never had. And Lori is not exactly the most, uh, in, the guy with the most integrity to be calling out anybody else's angles or positions or priorities. But it, it has always felt like if you're going to do it crazy down there, then really do it crazy. But you can't go kind of half-ass crazy. And then when they removed it, and now that this thing's out in the plaza outside, yeah, it is going to just rot and decay. Because, I mean, we we've, we see that all across the state of Florida. Something that was just left outside. <laughs> and the humidity and the heat and the sun bleaching just turns it into just nothing it erodes it and so we know we know what that thing's going to look like it's just going to look like a decrepit decayed faded you know a, a mural that happens all across florida you're like well, when was this made this is well did this just wash up on shore what, what is this I, I never got that the colors on that thing i didn't mind the actual concept Something that goes off in center field when someone hits a home run. Okay, great. 
It's like but, Bernie Brewer sliding down a slide exactly. or, the, or the fireworks at New Comiskey. Yeah, I, I, but the colors, I didn't didn't feel like Miami to me. <laughs> you wanted to bring out Miami? You know, get get some Miami colors. And it just seemed like there was a bunch of colors on there that made no sense. And, and, and just just the whole thing felt like it was so out of place. And everything in that first year, that ballpark felt out of place. Didn't feel like the culture of Miami. And I'm not from Miami, but I didn't. It didn't reek of hey, this is what I think of Miami. Did you like the sea creatures going up and down, the Marlins spinning around, pinwheels? I don't mind that. Okay. I don't mind that. I, I just I thought it was. I thought the colors on it. It, it was a little bit off. It, it, you could do something like that, but but make it a little bit more. Blending in with Miami. I, from my opinion, that's what I thought. It was creative. It was just a little much. It was like that's. <laughs> I actually don't think it was enough. You think they got to go. I thought even. they did it too muted. You know, Miami is loud. It's in your face. It's vibrant. They should have made it look like Scarface's living room. They missed the boat completely. It was like 20 feet high, maybe taller. Should have been 30. And it was Every color under the sun and every sea creature going round and round, and you thought it needed to be louder and more vibrant. Yeah, I needed to see interlocking chains, like, woven with gold, you know, looking like, you know, the Versace mansions down there. Like, uh -huh. extravagant. It needs to be an opulent stadium. See, if, if they were smart, they would build it as part of, like, a restaurant back uh, out there in left field like a big big restaurant where you're standing underneath it there you go and make it like a like an aqua lounge or uh, something and, and then you know, all this thing all this this big monstrosity goes off when someone hits a home run yeah you got to go big you yeah. got to go, you, you can't go half assed there if you're going to do that you got to go big and and Jeter just basically put it out in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> as, as if Jeter's the guy that you want to take designing you know advice from the guy is, you know, is about as well, you know, exciting as toast. But Gina wanted to change the culture. I could, I get that. He wanted to change the culture and, and the organization. He came he from a team. He wanted to be a serious franchise. Yeah, he came from a team that was one of the uh, ones that believed in culture, the the the, uh, the premier organization in baseball. He, he and he did, and that's why he left because it started getting a little crazy again. Or they pushed him out. Yeah, they. they well, it could have been a little bit of both. I thought. Yeah. It is a Trash Tuesday, and so send us your trashes, DA on CBS on Twitter or on the phones at 855-212-4CBS. Amos is in Tennessee this morning here on the show. Amos, good morning. Hey there, DA. Thank you for having me this morning. My pleasure. Um, I just, I just, I cannot imagine, I'm 29 years old right now, DA, and I can't imagine myself being in James Harden's situation, being 34 years old, uh, airing grievances out to a crowd of hundreds of people in communist China. Uh, you know, you realize the man's 30-something years old and still goes out to the club all night? You know, he's just he's an unprofessional in every single way. And one day he's going to look back on his life and realize he never won nothing. You know, we could, we could have been talking about him as one of the most prolific scorers in NBA history, and instead he's going out and bashing his general manager, uh, the only person who would take a chance on him after he made a fool of himself in Houston and in Brooklyn, got fat in Houston. So I'm trashing him. No way to act. Get him out. Trash him. Overflowing landfill. It is amazing how James Harden will turn on even his last ally. I mean, Daryl Morey empowered him to 
the nth degree in Houston, paid him all that money in Houston, then traded again for him to Philadelphia. There has never been a deeper James Harden apologist or defender than Daryl Morey. And Harden is still willing to turn the blast on on that guy. So it tells you all you need to know about James Harden. Now, for Daryl Morey, I mean, look, you get what you were coming to you. I mean, the old adage that you sleep with dogs, you get fleas. I mean, you, you kind of know the bit with James Harden. He shot his way out of Houston, shot his way out of Brooklyn, now is shooting his way out of Philadelphia, and wherever he lands next, he won't be happy either. So if you acquire James Harden, you have to know this is part of the bit. If anything, he's consistent. This is exactly who he is. But Harden, I mean, he's just, yeah, he's unprofessional. He is selfish. He is, was a talented player, but now he's not, he's just not worth the headache. He hasn't been worth the headache in a couple of years. And the fact that Maury went back into business in the James Harden business, kind of get what's coming to you. What'd you think was going to happen, dude? And that James Harden definitely has a playbook here. And it's going to start with calling out his GM as a liar on his international tour. And it's going to continue with him just, doing whatever he can to make life a living hell until he gets traded. When we come back, we've got the trashes coming up next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
what's eating you. People that get in the left lane and drive the speed limit. I got to trash the NFL, man. Trash my ex-girlfriend. You want me to trash that? Trash Tuesday, my favorite day of the week, not for nothing. Time to vent. We take it out like the trash. It's Trash Tuesday. All right, welcome back. Trash Tuesday means we're venting about what's annoying us these days. You can hit us up on the phones at 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. Carlos with a K is the executive producer this week. And so, Carlos, you lead off here. Who are you trashing? I'm trashing Andrew Bogish. Who told him to go to vacation? We talked last week. He was interested in what an MRE is. It's a meals ready to eat. I actually have been carrying around this damn thing for the last couple of days. MRE, is that a military thing? This is a fully, quote-unquote, edible meal, ready to go. You add a little bit of water and you're good. It's like vacuum sealed in a bag. Basically, it's like all preservatives and crap. Bogus, for whatever reason, was interested in having an MRE. So I'm like, you know what? I got drilled this weekend. I'll snag a couple of boxes, and I'll hook you up. Because you're in the reserves. Right. So I, I served over the weekend. I'm like, I'm going to hook you up. So yesterday, I picked up my backpack. I'm like, ah, it's heavy. I didn't pay attention to it. I came to work. No problem. Picked it up again this morning. Why is it so damn heavy? Open up my bag, and I forget that I have a whole bunch of these in there so he can have it. But I'm carrying it around for nothing. And this is a bothersome to me because me with my 40 part-time jobs, that's valuable real estate. I got to put headphones, papers, all types of crap in Food. there. But no, I'm lugging around these freaking MREs because Andrew Bogish is not here to claim what he asked for. And I'm trying to be nice, and now I'm a bad guy. So trash him. Trash him. Overflowing landfill. Okay, so what meal is that? Greg Caserta has it in his hands right now. So this is a hefty bag, and it took me a while to find it, but it says Menu 9 Beef Stew. Ooh. And in parentheses, ragout de boeuf. So they French it up a little bit, too. Okay. But what's really cool is they have the Department of Defense shield on the top of this thing. So So you just add water to this thing, and it actually turns into beef stew? I got enough for everybody because I wanted to give them options. Uh, Pete gets the hash brown potatoes with bacon, pepper. That sounds good. Uh, DA, you can have the beef shredded in barbecue sauce. Okay. And I have the chili and macaroni. Wow. I will try this today. I am so in. Warfighter recommended, warfighter tested, warfighter approved. And so in this bag, is there like, does it come in a bowl or plastic or do you have to have your own utensils? Everything's plastic. No, it has utensils. It has uh, forks. Got everything that you need. All you need is just a little bit of water, which luckily we're indoors. We're not in an austere environment. I can procure some water, and we can all have meals here. And, okay. Cap, and Cap is going to go nuts because now that'll be a military breakfast cam. Okay, now a lot of other shows have done a lot of other food things, and I was thinking maybe we would stop being the food show. Nobody's done. No. But at this point, I think we have to do Menu 9 Beef Stew, the MRE yeah. military meal in a backpack. You can so, all grade the meals. We can all exchange them. And these don't need to be heated up. Well, the water, you put it into like a, a white phosphorus little bag. Oh. You put the little water, it'll self-heat. <laughs> it'll self-heat. It you'll take it out in about six. I'm going to do them all for you because I don't want you guys eating cold food because, you know, this stuff is barely good warm. Being oh. cold, <laughs> it's going to be miserable. 
Phos uh, phosphorus and food should not be re related. It's not touching, Pete. It's advanced science. So don't worry. I'll take care of okay. all this. We'll all have nice breakfast together. All right. This I'm, sounds I'm bogus so gets nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You had your chance. I'm, in, I'm into this. So you're in the reserves. When you, quote, serve last weekend, what does that what does that mean? Steal some food. Oh, yeah, because this definitely was not supposed to be taken. That being said, <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a public affairs specialist, so I'm like the Army's journalist. So, you know, wow. do take a little photos, do a little stories. I used to be in chemical operations. That sucked. This job is cool. See, that sounds cool. Oh, wow. That sounds way cooler than your current job, but the day-to-day... <laughs> No, because not, my, not no, because if I ever had to do my real job, that means the world is ending. Oh, you know, okay. That's like nuclear explosion or a chlorine attack or something like that. Now you said oh. that you you used to be quite thin, and now you're not so much. If we did, if we were in wartime, would you have to then get into shape to then serve? Uh, they want me to get into shape now. <laughs> There's regulations, <laughs> but there is no, you know incentive right now because basically right. you're just taking a few photos well, of like cats and trees. Well, even even my job gets deployed. My unit is gone. They're actually in Syria, Jordan, Iran. So they're coming home in like two months. I was supposed to be on that, but here I am on the DA show. <laughs> Giving us beef stew. I, I don't know what's Stealing more beef stew. I don't know what's more noble I tactically for your country. Acquired it. I don't steal anything. What makes Carlos the greater American hero? Producing the DA show or actually being part of active reserves? My original thought is, are you getting court-martialed for giving this to civilians? <laughs> no, like if the three of us start stuff. coughing up blood, does that come back on you? I accept no liability. Okay, all right. I don't need to sign a waiver. I accept full whatever happens after this. Okay, we're going to eat this next hour. Oh, oh we are? <laughs> He's not looking forward to this. Uh, Pete, the body, who you trashing? Well, I, I am trashing calls from stealing from the U.S. government. <laughs> totally gross, dude. It's horrible. Uh, I'm also trashing Mother Nature. Uh, every time we've, we've had rain about four of the seven days on average over the last week. And every time I go outside, for my, my when I'm in my car, there's nothing happening in Mother Nature. There's no rain. Nothing's had. It's very nice. Uh -huh. Nice drive. Every time I get out of the car, it's a downpour. I don't, someone up there is looking at me, is, is looking for me, is, it has a vendetta against me. Sure. They don't like my takes. They don't like anything I say. No, so I, I'm trashing Mother Nature. We're constantly releasing the rain whenever I'm out in the, in the open. Come on. I don't have an umbrella. I'm trashing them. That's just offensive. Greg Gazzardo, who are you trashing? Well, I, I had to think about this because I've actually been in a, a very good headspace lately. Normally, I'm very angry when I come in here. But today, I'm just going to trash. Can I trash the whole NBA? Of course. Be yes. Just because of my, my love for the product. This stuff with James Harden yesterday, and you know, we'll talk about it. It's just, it's part of the larger problem with this league and why I have zero interest in it is because it's run and organized by immature children. And it's just me, 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 never honoring contracts. Dame Lillard, I'm not, I only want to play in Miami. Well, it doesn't work that way. You signed a contract. And I feel like this happens in the NBA more than any other sport. Harden forced his way out of Houston. It didn't go well in Brooklyn. Now it's ending poorly in Philadelphia. Maybe you're the problem.
and a lot of these guys don't have it in them to realize that they are the problem. So I am trashing. I was going to say toasting. I am trashing uh, these superstar me, me, me guys in the NBA. Trash them. That's just offensive. To piggyback off of Pete the Body's trash, it has been so wet this summer. Mm-hmm. It's rained a lot. When it hasn't rained, it's been stormy and just like humid, thick cloud of humidity in the Northeast for what has felt like months. And it is killing my plants. It's killing because it's it's fostering all these mites and mm. bugs and fungus. And so I work really hard on these shrubs. I work really hard on these flowers. I work really hard on these gardens. And every day there's a new fungus or mite or bug or aphid or something that I got to kill. You should see. I mean, I look like Terminator X. I have like five different spray bottles. This for that. This for that. This for that. Spray this today. Spray this for that. I mean, everything is just like a rainforest around here. Everything's eating everything else. It's just fungus and mites, bacteria. It's just a big petri dish around here. And then it's raining on Pete the Body's head every time he leaves the car. Ridiculous. Get me to the... We had one day last week where I woke up in the morning. I was like, ooh, it's dry. This feels like September. Because it has felt like the Amazon for two and a half months now. (laughs) Trash. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Amen to that. I, I was so I was so stacked taking out the cutter this past weekend and just spraying the whole lot of all these bugs and, and vermin. It's tough. Jeffrey tweets, yo, DA, I'm trashing Carlos with a K for foisting MREs on everyone. <laughs> I was in the military. This stuff is garbage. Oh, Bogus no. is lucky to miss out. Household waste goes in this bin. Dixieland Dan is trashing never-ending house chores. Laundry always need to be done. Dishes washed, dusting, sweeping the floor. I've got a black lab, and I can sweep the floor every other day and collect enough hair to build another dog. Adulting sucks sometimes. Hashtag trash that. I'm getting queasy. Mayo is trashing Washington drivers. There have been too many major accidents lately. It took me two hours to go six miles yesterday. Hashtag learn to drive. Don't let a raccoon rip into that bag. Now, let's clarify. Washington, D.C. or the state of Washington? I believe the state. I believe the state. He didn't specify, but I believe that's a, that's a state. Same thing in D.C. too. Whatever they drive. Steven in South Carolina. I'm trashing people who, when you let them into traffic, don't wave or acknowledge that you let them in. Is Oscar the Grouch living in there? That's a tough one. Total Some, pigs. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm a culprit of this is when I'm nudging in or I find myself at the outside lane and I'm like, am I going to try to get in now? Let me speed up a little bit, try to get in where there's a natural break, and then I get in and... Sometimes, like, you don't even want to make eye contact because you're worried about yeah. the dirty look that you're going to get. You should wave, I agree, but sometimes you just don't even want the confrontation of the eye contact. I had this happen a few nights ago where I let a woman into the left turn lane only, and she looked at me, and we did the wave, and then as we were getting closer to the light turning green, she just kept waving at me. Like, she did it too much, like being too friendly. <laughs> and after, like, the second or third one, I'm just like, just, just drive, please. I- Here she's hitting on you. <laughs> Squishy Liquid is trashing Lori and that garish heap of nonsense. Put it in your living room if you don't want it to rot, Jeff. It was a joke. <laughs> is Oscar the Grouch living in there? Nebby tweets, I'm trashing Cap today for the brilliant Two Bobs meme. It made me choke on my coffee. And hashtag coffee burns the nose. So frustrating. Well, why would he trash him? He sounds like he liked it. I, I think the, the point was like the coffee. He should have trashed the, himself. 
Yeah, the coffee. For not knowing how nose. to drink. I'm a trash out trash. <laughs> <laughs> Moist pork is trash. And the two cool 20-year-olds that came into my store last week bragging about their chewing tobacco and spit cup. Can't you just smoke cigarettes like everyone else? <laughs> and the store stunk for hours after they left. Hashtag get a life. Get that guy a napkin. So gross. It if there is a if there is a more disgusting habit, you gotta let me know because I don't I can't think of one. The spitting into like a Gatorade cup or a Gatorade like yeah. bottle is just you're looking at somebody's spit constantly and it's getting foamy on top but it's also black and dark because it's chewing tobacco spit and just i mean you wouldn't do that with anything else except you're publicly carrying around (laughs) something to keep spitting and then you see it in people's cars all right so my junior year of college we drive down to panama city florida for our spring break we take my car my ford fusion and it's me and three of my college buddies and my buddy Evan DeKazer was a dipper. And he was sitting in the front seat with me. And at one point, I reached over to grab what I thought was my bottle of water. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't swallow it. But I knew as soon as I did uh. this what it was. And I spit it back in. Oh, it was <laughs> so in your mouth? in my mouth. Oh. Yeah. yeah it, it, dude, really, really yeah. bad. Oh. Really bad. And I didn't get sick, but it was really vile and obviously, like, washed my mouth out for a week in did Panama you... City, of all places. Like, the dirtiest <laughs> place you could go. Um, and I dipped a couple of times. If I dipped five times, I probably puked three times. Really? Yeah, it's awful. It is awful. So you dip, and then do you immediately become nauseous, or do you get, like, a head rush and a buzz, and then you, you get puke the afterwards? head rush. And, like, I so every so often back in the day, I would smoke the drunk cigarette like i would have the go outside of a bar smoke a cigarette attaboy and one time my buddy goes dude you don't even do it right (laughs) like what do you mean he goes you just exhale he goes no no like take a drag and inhale it and within five minutes i vomited everywhere from a cigarette (laughs) from a cigarette (laughs) tobacco's rough dude (laughs) tobacco and nicotine are like if you yeah if it kills people. If you're chiefing, like, if you're just puffing on it because you like the oral fixation, would make your own joke. A cigar, I'm cool with. I'm good with a cigar. But, like, man, if you're really getting after it on those. Get even, some gum. Even it, though oof. the cigar, I mean, people's breath smells mm-hmm. so bad. It, it smells like they just ate the butt of a hog. After they smoke a cigar, it's just like, wow, you really smell terrible. Like your breath. And then if any of my buddies that do it after we're out drinking or something and wake up the next day, they're like, oh, my God, my mouth tastes like a garbage uh, disposal. You can't get it out that first day. I'm not good with cigars or cigarettes or I've never done chewing tobacco. I'm just not a tobacco guy. When you were up at, because I know you were up at Saratoga Raceway. A lot of cigars up there, right? Tons. Yeah. So I did when I was up there for opening weekend a couple of weeks ago. And me and my three buddies, we bought cigars. I smoked mine for over two hours without putting it out while we were at the track. So the combination of the sun, the cigar. We went to see Dave Matthews Band that night at Saratoga Performing Arts Center. I felt awful for about two hours where I just felt queasy and it just, it doesn't sit well. 
You know, like you got to know your limits with that because that'll mess you up. Yeah. It's a trash Tuesday, so hit us up with your trashes. Ostrogize is trashing the quote food guy because he's still the food guy. Hashtag dumpster. So frustrating. Once upon oh, a time, there was yeah. somebody on this show that called himself the food guy, but then said, when I move to the other station, other show, I'm not the food guy anymore. And what it strikes me as oh, okay. is everything I've seen from Mraz has been food-oriented right. since he's taken the new right. job. Yeah, nothing related to a take. It's been, it's been. Uh, if it's a take, it's a take on food. It, it's everything is food, eat, or be the show pony. I was listening to the show on my way home from doing Rome last week, and in the span of three phone calls, one guy was a bar owner. And Mraz asked him, how many flavors of wings does he serve at a sports bar? <laughs> and then the next caller, Rinse and repeat. two callers later, it was some take about boneless wings and wh- why boneless wings were superior to Applebee's, but only at Applebee's and Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and then yesterday they were at Giants camp, and the only picture that we see posted was him eating Kayvon Thibodeau's cookies. <laughs> so... What are we the, doing? The hashtag not the food guy is very mm-hmm. much seemingly the yeah. food guy more than ever. Oh my. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'd eat one of those cookies too. <laughs> what a it's dumb just... question to ask a sports bar owner. How many flavors of wings do you have? Like, what? That's a terrible no, line of question. What if you want to go to the bar and you're, they own, your choices are only Buffalo and Mild? That's not a real place. Just Get it out of here. Buffalo wings are fine. You don't need all these. Exotic flavors. <laughs> a good buffalo wing supersedes any other flavor. Do you not like teriyaki wings or Jack Daniel wings? I <laughs> garlic parmesan. Oh, here's a groan from Pete the Body. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I will say this. I I don't really like the garlic parmesan thing. I don't Trash want Greg. any sort of cream based thing with my wings. Alabama white You're sauce maybe if it's good, but I'm not. No garlic parmesan. No. Okay. I'd rather eat a cigar. <laughs> or chewing tobacco. It's a trash Tuesday. Why don't you drink some more dip? More trashes are coming, but Greg Caserta has headlines first. Guys, I want to lead off with this pun intended because Ma and Pi Yankee have had it. Probably the most trying season in the Yankees radio booth for John Sterling and Susan Waldman. Last night, the Yanks had to open a series in Atlanta following Sunday's choke in Miami. And apparently, John wasn't a fan of the noise at Truist Park. You know, we were just talking. The the payag system here is so loud, you can't distinguish the words. Now, maybe if you're in the if you're in the seats, and maybe you're down, maybe you can. But not up here. We're way up in this ballpark. Anyway, the PA system is going. So we're going to take a break, and maybe when we come back, the PA system will be off. Please! <laughs> we'll get back in a moment. <laughs> Please! I love how his laugh is the same timber as his voice. <laughs> yeah, so good. He's got a great voice. We should smoke more cigars so we sound like John mm. Sterling. I wish someone would explain it to me. <laughs> I'm hoping it happens from bourbon, but it hasn't happened yet. How do you like that? And then we get this from Braves Radio to tell just part. Oh, that's my favorite. It's the best. To tell just part of the story from last night's game. (laughs) 
0-2, and he whistles one inside the bag, a fair ball. That's going to give the Braves the lead. Two-run score, a perfectly placed ground ball that he shoehorned right inside of third base. And it's 3-2 Braves thanks to the bat of Nicky Lopez. Gave them the lead for good, 11-3 the final, as the Yankees dropped their third in a row, now five and a half out of a wild card. Not that we've necessarily lifted the embargo on New York sports. but well, I think we have. We've talked about how the yeah, Yankees have point. collapsed. We just played that whole thing from Sterling. The embargo is the station, not necessarily Ooh, oh, the sports right. teams anymore. I like this. Okay. So it appears that Max Scherzer is back in the groove upon his move to Texas. Mad Max improved to a perfect 3-0 and with the Rangers following last night's 12-0 blowout over the Angels. We were in good rhythm tonight, the whole night. Uh, and so uh, when I can go out there uh, and execute and, and have some quick innings, then that just allows that puts more pressure on the opposing pitcher. And you know, with this offense, this offense can explode at any time. That's Max talking about his night with Mitch Garver behind the plate. 11 strikeouts over seven. His Texas totals in three starts. 11 hits in just 20 innings. Yeah, good with- job, Max. Complete loser in New York. But, you know, go figure. Go have fun in Texas. He's also struck out 26. Not that I brought this up to get that reaction. <laughs> oh, you got That's it. not why I did this. That's loser. exactly why I did this. Thank Total you, Pete. loser. <laughs> I sit here and watch people I don't even know play a, play a, play a baseball game every week. Don't every worry. Day. The season's almost over. It's August 15th. <laughs> this should have been a pennant race. Now, now it's a bunch of bums just playing the games. Oh, it's great. It's oh. Awesome. So thanks, Max. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Simeon hit his 19th home run, drove in five. The Angels are now seven out of the final wild card. Oh, that's it? That's that's it. (laughs) I'm glad uh, they went all into the deadline. Other set of losers. So I was trying to figure this out. So they go all in, and you look at their moves, and you go, wow, they, they did an honest effort to try and make a push. And then the Mariners sell... They run off eight wins in a row and are in the wild card discussion. That's the thing about this expanded playoff field where it's like, yeah, it's interesting, but then you get these different case studies where it really doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then uh, I guess to finally, because I don't really want to talk about this too much, but um, what's messed up is that the top story in baseball right now is Rays superstar Wander Franco, who's being investigated for his rumored relationship with a 14-year-old girl. The league is investigating Sunday's social media posts that made the rounds and prompted the team to place the 22-year-old shortstop on the restricted list for this entire road trip. The belief is that Franco is still being paid during this leave, and as of last night, authorities in the Dominican Republic have opened their own investigation. Mm. Now, this terrible story clearly wasn't a distraction for the Rays. Last night, they stung the Giants 10-2 to keep pace with the Orioles. They continue to be a great story. Baltimore winning in San Diego 4-1. They are three games up on Tampa Bay in the AL East. Excellent. Thank you, Greg. When we come back here on the show, can Zeke help the Patriots in more trashes? DA, CBS Sports Radio. You can touch me, I can touch you. If we can't touch each other, let that be a rule. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Touching me, touching you. The Defensive Player of the Week, sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Is this Braves pitcher Alan Winans? Tossing seven scoreless innings on Saturday in his 
first Major League Baseball win. Winans, a substitute teacher in Bakersfield, California, where he's known simply as Mr. W. I thought that was very interesting. Is that so? Wow. Okay. Welcome back. You can always watch the show on YouTube and on Twitch, as well as watchda.com. It's Trash Tuesday. One too many oopsies at Food is Family. Piggybacking off that chewing tobacco conversation, I own a janitorial business. I'm trashing all the idiots that spit in their office garbage cans every single day. Hashtag get them out. Charlie Sheen just Uh, dumped that on the set of Men at Work. It's really disgusting what people at work will throw or spit or pour into a garbage can. They would not do that at their own home, but knowing that somebody else will, will clean it up, yes, it is horrifying. One time somebody here threw out raw fish. Exactly. And it stunk for probably a day and a half. Exactly. Speaking of, final week senior year in high school, one of my buddies hid a fish in the ceiling tiles in my high school. Nice. <laughs> was that to see your prank? Yeah. Well, that was his. <laughs> okay. That was his. <laughs> he put a, a, I think he would put like a mackerel up there or something like that, some type of fish. And it, everyone didn't know where the smell was coming from. We, of course, knew. And the teachers were barfing and, Janitorial staff freaking out. Where is this smell coming from? What is happening? And just you know, those little ceiling tiles. You pop one out, put a fish up oh. there, put the ceiling tile back in, and oh. there you go. <laughs> I, I, my uh, my senior class did the, uh, sent two rats out in the in the hallways. Labeled them one and three. What's the labeling? You couldn't find two. They, everyone was looking oh, for two. Oh, I see. To scare everybody. And, and there was no wow. two. Oh, I that's... just thought of that. Wow. Okay, playing chess. Yes. It was horrible. The Patriots signed Ezekiel Elliott to a deal yesterday. And the Patriots have a very good running back at Ramondre Stevenson. But basically, kind of like how the Jets are signing Dalvin Cook as insurance against Brees Hall's injury, I think the Patriots are signing Ezekiel Elliott as insurance for Ramondre Stevenson. And I think the Patriots also don't want to put pressure on Mac Jones have to carry the offense. We saw what happened last year. And so they want to run the football, play defense, stay in games, a classic Bill Belichick kind of, of, of recipe. And, you know, Zeke is slow. Zeke is older. Zeke is not what he once was. And there is a reason that both Dalvin cook and Ezekiel Elliott are, are, were available to the highest bidder as of middle of August. They they, they aren't the stars they once were. There are cheaper alternatives out there, but I think both teams are looking at depth at running back, and this is why drafting running backs in the NFL have become all of the rage in middle to late rounds. You're not spending a high-round draft pick on them, and you'll probably need two or three of them to get through a season, so spread them out in terms of how much you spend, Try to get him on rookie contracts. And traditionally speaking, at least the last couple of years, you can find your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round draft picks as running backs that can be productive. The Patriots and and Jets spent some money on veterans. I think they're a little overpriced, both of them. But they're for the reason that, at least in New England, they need to, to play with some kid gloves with Mac Jones. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.